What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the In My Prime podcast. Today is Monday. Uh, we got two Monday Night Football games for whatever reason. To be honest, I really couldn't tell you why, but um, I guess it's just two more games to have opportunities to bet on, right? So I <laughs> got to look at that in the positive light. And they both start at the same time, too, which, like, I, I think that makes zero sense, personally. I guess they both are East Coast games, so can't really do the fans bogus like that. But, I mean, fam, like, <laughs> if you're going to have two Monday Night Football games, you might as well start one early and then have, like, a West Coast game for the second one. So do not get that at all. But anyways, I do have three total picks for these two games, two from the Miami versus Titans game and then one from the Green Bay New York Giants game. So first one I have is in the Green Bay game uh, versus the Giants. I went with A.J. Dillon under two and a half receptions. Uh, I played that at minus 121 at Caesars. Let me quick get some real-time odds up there for you people. But, um, okay, so there's still minus 130s out uh, at MGM and FanDuel. I think those are very solid prices. I would definitely play those too. Probably wouldn't go much worse than that. <clears throat> but if you do like, want to maybe get some plus money going, I think uh, combining this with like the Dolphins money line is pretty free. In fact, why the, f- why the hell did I just not do that, man? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't do that. Because, oh man, I might have to play something else and just combine it with Dolphins money line. Because that's, in my opinion, I think that might be some free odds. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, no. I fully recommend whatever you... If you play this Dylan one and parlay it with the Dolphins money line. Because that is just free odds, in my opinion. Alright, uh, so the reasoning behind AJ Dillon is... So, yes, there's no Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been banged up all year. And AJ Dillon, he has played 48% or more of the snaps in all but one game this year. And the one game was like 40%. So... He's been in like a pretty prominent role all year. but So he's under in 9 out of 12 games. And then if you look at full games with Aaron Jones, he's under in 4 out of 5. He's literally averaging one reception on 1.2 targets in those games, though, Jones. He's had three targets once, and he had he caught all three there. So even without Jones, like he has not seen an increase in role in the receiving game. I think it's a pretty damn bad matchup, too. And game environment. So, New York Giants, they allow the fifth fewest running back receptions. Uh, they play man at the second highest rate in the NFL. So, obviously, with running back receptions against man, you actually have to be a good route runner to get uh, targets against man coverage. So, like, Christian McCaffrey, like, I think he could not be affected by that. But, like, if you're just a dude who occasionally goes out in the flat and that's how you get your receptions against uh, that like just doesn't really work against man coverage because you're actually getting guarded by someone. So, yeah, New York play man at the second highest rate in the NFL. Dylan literally has a 6% targets per route ran rate against man. For, like, put it into perspective, he's had two targets on 36 routes against man coverage this year. And, yeah, Dylan's just like, he's like a big fella. So I don't know how many design screens he'll get. I, I really wouldn't expect more than one. So, yeah, um... Brutal matchup. Uh, getting into the game environment, it's like Packers, six-point road favorites. Going up against Tommy DeVito, there really shouldn't ever be a point in this game where they're forced to pass. Uh, the Giants are also just bad against the run. Uh, they allow the third most rushing yards to running backs, third highest yards per carry to running backs. 
So maybe we just don't see great passing volume in this game environment in this matchup anyways. Uh, Giants this year, they have allowed five running backs all year to have three or more receptions, 12 weeks of football. Running backs were CMC, obviously probably the best pass catcher in the league. Elijah Mitchell, uh, kind of random, but he did have three against the Giants. <laughs> Brees Hall, um, who has been getting peppered with targets ever since Michael Carter, and he, not even since Michael Carter, really just since he has been running, uh, playing a lot of snaps. Brian Robinson, who uh, did that in a game without Gibson, and then Ramondre Stevenson, who's also a great pass-catching running back. Yeah, man, so... I just think that there's like a lot of outs, obviously, like a bad hit right here. I mean, averages one reception, 1.2 targets, full games, though Jones. Bad matchup with the amount of man, Giants run, and yeah, man, I think that two and a half receptions is a bit high, a bit just giving him credit for Aaron Jones being out, but don't think it's a great spot for Dylan here. And like, if you're listening to this, please, please parlay this with the Dolphins money line, because I'm an idiot for not doing that, and I really should have. And I regret not doing it. So listening to it, please do that. All right. <clears throat> Next one is Raheem Mostert, anytime touchdown. Uh, this was plus 120 at FanDuel and Caesars. So let me quick see what it is. I literally locked it in pretty recently. So yeah, anytime touchdown. Wow, went up to plus 125 at FanDuel, plus 120 at MGM, plus 105 at DK. All good there. Just make sure you're getting it at plus money. Yeah, I know. I really don't bet many touchdown props. I think there's a lot of volatility, but honestly, this this is just like extre- extremely mispriced in my opinion. So Mostert, I mean, the dude literally has 16 fucking touchdowns in 12 games this year. Uh, the Dolphins' team total uh, is at 30 and a half, so it's kind of projecting them for around four touchdowns. The Dolphins don't really kick a ton of field goals, um, especially when they're like in the red zone. They're a very aggressive team, and uh, that's just how they play. So I like, yeah, they should score around. Four touchdowns or so. And honestly, I kind of lean over to the team total anyways. There's a little narrative going on. Uh, Raheem Mostert, he's closing in on Ricky Williams' rushing touchdown record. Mike McDaniel, uh, he loves Mostert. I mean, they were together in San Francisco. And McDaniel just seems like a player's coach who like cares about records for his players and stuff like that. So I think that that's actually like valid like reasoning for him to get the ball in the red zone. Um, I think that the reason why this number is skewed is... Because um, if you look at like the rushing yards, Mostert's line is lower than HN's. Touchdown, HN's more favorited to score a touchdown. Uh, I think it's very skewed. So if you look at last week against the Commanders, Mostert started out the game out carrying HN 11-3. But at that point in the game, Miami was up 38-7 to early in the third quarter. And he Mostert literally didn't see a snap after the first couple plays of the third quarter. <laughs> Achan ended up out carrying Mostert 17 to 11, but like at one point before Mostert didn't play the rest of the game due to blowout, he was literally out carrying him 11 to 3. So, I, I if you want to bet on his rushing yards, I love it. I just didn't want to put two units down on Mostert. And I personally think this touchdown has a little bit more value being at plus 120, but Mostert rushing yards at 41 and a half, like the split between him and Achan is not accurate in my mind. It's very skewed due to like the bloat and the raw numbers, but that doesn't tell the full story. So yeah. And yeah, man, just like this seems mispriced. Like we saw CMC literally at minus 300 to score a touchdown yesterday. And Mostert, like he, Mostert has 16 touchdowns. McCaffrey has 17. So Mostert, so he only has one touchdown less than CMC. Mostert's team is projected to score 30 and a half points. 
So Mostert is plus 120, but CMC is minus 300. Like, make that makes zero sense to me. And, yeah, man, I think that this should definitely be, like, minus 140, maybe even minus 150. Getting this at plus money in general, but plus 120 is, I don't know, man. I feel like this is a steal. And you got a little narrative going to chasing records, players coach, and Mike McDaniel. I think it's a really good look. Also, um, for the Titans, I don't know how much this matters for the touchdown, but for the rushing yards, Jeffrey Simmons, who is their best run stopper by far, is out for this one. And we know Tennessee typically has a pretty solid run defense, but with no Jeffrey Simmons, they're significantly more vulnerable on the ground. Last play, staying in Miami, got Ty J. Spears, who is a backup running back for the Titans, if you did not know, over um, two and a half receptions. I played this at plus 120 at Caesars. If you have access to 365, there's a plus 135 out there, which is pretty ridiculous. But then there's also like plus 115 at MGM and uh, plus 114 at DK's out there as well. So a lot of plus money going on. Just if you play this, make sure you're getting it at plus money. Ty J. Spears. Um, he is over this line in 7 out of 12 games overall, 4 out of 6 games with Levis, and 7 out of 9 games with 15, or 16 or more routes ran. Look, man, Miami, they're 14-point favorites. They're going to destroy Tennessee at home. <laughs> the Dolphins at home have won games by 50, by 15, by 21, by 14, and by 7. Uh, Tennessee literally has not won a road game. Uh, like I mentioned, obviously a 14-point spread in this one. The Dolphins, like, they're going to be able to throw all over this Titans secondary. Um, just a ton of explosive plays. Genuinely, it would not surprise me if Tennessee is, like, forced to pass, like, late in the second quarter. But, like, they're going to be forced to pass at some point in this game. I'm very confident in that. So, yeah, man, because of this game script, routes should be very high in a game script like this for Spears. Because, if you didn't know, Spears basically plays all the um, all the third down snaps, all the snaps, in passing situations, and yeah, Henry will never really be on the field in a scenario like that. Spears with Levis has a 22% targets per route ran rate, which is really solid. Miami, uh, if you look at the coverages they run on defense, they run a lot of cover one, some cover three, cover six. They run those three coverages for a combined 78%. Uh, a combined 78% of the time, Tajay with Levis against those three coverages has a crazy 29% targets per route ran rate. Miami, um, if you look at the stats, man, like the raw stats, they really don't allow a ton of running back receptions. But like when you're just thinking about it in like a general sense, like could you imagine Miami like caring caring about limiting a dump off when they're up a million points when Titans are trying to come back? Like I just like don't see them caring about a little dump off pass when they're in prevent defense, when they just don't want you to get a massive chunk play when they're up a ton of points, you know, like, I don't know, man. Just thinking about that from a logical sense, like, I just don't see them caring to go out of their way to stop a little running back dump off. So, yeah. Also, in the last two weeks, they haven't been good at limiting running back uh, receptions. They've uh, Running backs have been targeted 18 times over the last two weeks against Miami. So, like, in those massive game scripts where they're up a ton, it's like, just it's common sense for them to not give a shit about <laughs> just a little dump off. So, yeah, man, 18 opponent running back targets the last two weeks against Miami. Spears with Levis in the six games. He's also had 14 design screens in only six games. So that's like more than two a game design screens. These design screens should be caught at like a pretty ridiculous rate. 
So if he gets like two design screens, I mean, dude, that's only two thirds of the receptions that we need. So yeah, man, they're going out of their way to target Spears in the receiving game. And yeah, man, I just think that this one, like you could be feeling hopeless about this one. Oh, he only has one reception. Then late in the fourth quarter, Dolphins are up 21. They're not giving a shit. Like Tajay gets like two consecutive easy dump offs or something like that. So I think this one will be live throughout the game. I expect to see a lot of Spears on the field compared to Henry, obviously with the game, given game script. So yeah, man, Tajay Spears over two and a half receptions. Good hit rate as well. And just love the game environment for this one. All right. Is there anything else I want to touch on for these two games? I already talked about Mostert's rushing yards. I think those are that's a really nice play. Tyreek Hill, his line is ridiculously high, but he's probably going to go over, and like no one's going to bet it because of how high it is. But I mean, dude, his yards are literally like flirting with like 115, pretty ridiculous. But yeah, man, Miami team total. I think it's an interesting look. Uh, Derrick Henry unders are somewhat interesting too, man. I just don't see him being on the field much in a game environment like this um yeah man I think that's about it Will Levis passing attempts makes sense uh going back to Green Bay New York I think no Christian Watson obviously I think that Dontavion Wicks Jaden Reed are guys that could possibly step up here Romeo Dubs struggles against man coverage while Wicks and Reed are pretty damn good against man so I think that those two guys could be in a place to step up pretty big. Um, Saquon is interesting. We all know the Packers have a pretty bad run defense. I know that I hope that the Packers will them out because of the deal interceptions prop. But if I'm going to be honest, man, it kind of seems like a little bit of a letdown spot coming off of a Sunday Night Football win against the Chiefs. Just like I know the Giants suck, but it kind of seems like a bit of a letdown. Just, just going off gut feel. But yeah, man. Uh, that's about it. If you guys enjoyed this, make sure to leave five stars. Summarize the plays I gave out for this NFL Monday slate. It was A.J. Dillon under two and a half receptions, minus 121 at Caesars, playable up to minus 130, but I do strongly, strongly recommend parlaying it with the Dolphins' money line. Get those odds down a little bit. Played the Raheem Mostert touchdown at plus 120 at FanDuel. Also at Caesars, it's there. Ty J Spears over two and a half receptions, plus 120 at Caesars. If you're going to play that, you can play that with the Dolphins money line, of course. You can also play that just anywhere where it's plus money. So, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have a good one.